Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of In That Number. We're back after the week off um, with a bit of news, predictions, fantasy football, and we're going to review Sunday's trip to Arsenal. Plus we've got two games to preview um, with Fulham and United coming up next week. I'm your host Ray Hunt, follow me on at RayHunt84, my co-host is at MoscowMush. Follow us, like us, five-star review, email us on inthatnumber at gmail.com, subscribe, subscribe, you know. Um, so now let me bring in my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Hey Kev, how are you? It feels like it's been a while since we recorded. It does feel it like has it's been a while, doesn't it? Well, because it has been. Yeah, but it feels uh, a lot longer than what it, what it is. Yeah, I know, it feels like an age. Um, but, I mean, we've been doing uh, warm weather training sessions, obviously. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean, we've, hard, we've hardly spoke though. I mean, we haven't, have we? Only through text. We, I mean, it's, it's unusual. I mean, I've quite enjoyed. No, <laughs> say, we, I've quite enjoyed the break. If I'm honest, we're on a break, were we? We're on a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you do with your time then outside of uh, Saints podcasting? Well, it's been half term, hasn't it? So. All right. Yeah. I've had the kids at home. And obviously, with the hours that I work, it helps. So I've been able to see a lot of them. We've been quite busy with, you know day trips and stuff like that the kids have been kept busy so yeah it's, it's been nice and I, I can say that I haven't you know I haven't missed the football yeah it's um it's been a nice break how about you um yeah I've been making the most of um the break as well um we've not been keeping been, ourselves not been doing any private work or anything um well no yeah I've been I've doing, been doing private work uh I've been doing translating doing doing the teaching that I usually do um, but yeah, in the evenings, um, sort of watching the football. Uh, we've been going to the theatre. Uh, we went to a couple of pub quizzes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, went to one on Friday. That's uh, 29 teams. Um, and we won. What, just the two of you? Uh, no, no, there was five of us. But yeah, we kicked everyone's ass. Of course you did. Was there any, <laughs> was there any Saints-related questions? 
Unfortunately, not. It's oh, a shame. Oh, okay, well, it's, it's been. It has been a nice break, but again, at the same time, it's nice to be back as well. Although, taking today's result, maybe I wish we were still on a break. Um, actually, it might have been for the best, but um, hey, I mean, we've got we've got to get back into it somehow. It's what we expected, right? It's what I expected. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm going to start by talking about the the Tenerife trip. So we've, you know, we haven't had the FA Cup commitments. We've had this week off. The players have been over having warm weather training in Tenerife. Um, how, do you think this trip's been a success? Um, Obviously, well, not, not, not taking today's result into account. That's all I can do, mate. I mean, I can only judge it on the results that we get and yeah, looking at today's match. Not really. Not really. Team bonding? Yeah, I mean, a bit of um, defence training might have <laughs> <laughs> might have come in handy mm. um, but yeah I'm not really sure what they're supposed to get out of that I mean what what have you heard um, coming out of those sessions only that Ralph Hasenhurtle has said that the players had an intensive time so I mean they weren't on a holiday or anything it was just pure I mean like we talked about in our previous episode we said that they were going out there and they were going to review every single player talk about their, you know, their strong points their weak points um, I'm hoping that was done. Obviously, Jack Stevens didn't take anything from it. Um, but yeah. the, the thing that, that I mean that, that struck me was Hassan Hurt's comments as well. He said that he set this team a target of 40 points, and to me that just seems very, very optimistic. Um, and I get that he has to, you know, set these high standards, and he has to sound positive to the press and to the players. But does he actually believe it? Does he, I mean, bearing in mind we sit in 18th place on 24 points, and we've got like, what is it, 11 games left, and he thinks, you know, 40 points is realistic. Yeah, I don't see where those 16 points are going to come from. No. So, with that in mind, are we barking up the wrong tree here? And I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I still, I'm 100% behind him. I believe in him, and I think he can keep us up. And I've said many, many, many times before that if he had been in charge, you know, in August, then you know we'd be safe all the way. I don't think it would be an issue. Hmm. At this point in time, his hands are tied. There's nothing more he can do. The squad is what it is, and he has to deal with it. And the January transfer window's come and gone, and we haven't brought him Yeah, like I said, were, were his hands tied at that point as well? Was he given the funds? Was he, or did he actually believe? I mean, he said that he wanted to trim the squad down. I mean, he did, but in the wrong areas possibly, and he didn't bulk by in you know in attack. So, like I said, his hands are tied at this stage now. Um, I, I guess what I want to ask you about it was. Was the trip made more important because of the Cardiff loss? You know, were they... Did the players have a higher focus? Um, I don't know about that. That's difficult difficult to say. Uh, it was going to be important either way because we're still in a relegation battle. I mean, even if we did beat... If we had beaten Cardiff, we'd still be in a relegation battle. But I think mm-hmm. the one thing that did change is their mentality. If they're going into that long break um, off the back of a, a loss... Uh, against a team that we really should be beating, and that's going to put him in a completely different mood. 
then if we've got those three points and we're not in the relegation zone. Yeah, I guess the players would have relaxed a little bit more if we had got those three points. It would have been like, OK, we're here. We still need to do this, this warm-weather training. We're not in the cup. Let's just focus and concentrate on these remaining 12 games at that point um, and, and put 100% into, into the Premier League. But the loss, I'm thinking, it must have been like, right, OK, we can't be losing to these teams. You know, we, we're all in this together. We all need to... There's just one focus... Premier League survival. That is it. That is all they need to do now. So I'm hoping that they, you know, they've looked at every single thing. And okay, I know today's result didn't go our way, but did we really expect it to? Um, realistically, no. But I mean, where there's life, there's hope. So, and this is a team that we've beaten already this season under the same manager. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we would have gone into it thinking that, that yeah, that there's always a chance that, that we could do something. And um, to be honest, at the end of the 90 minutes, I mean, it, it wasn't a complete disaster. I think there are still signs of um, encouraging signs there. But yeah, just not the result we needed, obviously. But we just have to look forward to the to the next match, which so is do you much think, more... Do you think that Hassan Hurtle's comments about the 40 points is realistic, or do you think it's optimistic? It's a bit of a pipe dream, I think. I, I was thinking more in the region of 36. Um, yeah. That'd probably be just about enough to, for us to stay up. Um, obviously even, though, even that's a long shot for me. Um, yeah, I mean, three or four wins out of those remaining 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you've got to look. I mean, we've got um, Fulham, Bournemouth, Huddersfield. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, we talk about must win. I mean, if 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 we do need three or four wins, those are the matches that they have to come from at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll run the the fixtures when we when we go and discuss the uh, upcoming games of next week. But you know, I, I mean, I'm looking at the fixtures here, thinking there's definitely not 40 points there. There's definitely not 36 points there. I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm not convinced that he believes 40 points is realistic. But, like I said, he has to say that. And it's players' confidence as well, and the fans. He needs to get them on side. Everyone needs to be on the same, you know, pulling in the same direction. Yeah. 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 When we we see how it goes, we say next week's game is is probably the... (laughs) I say this every week, but it's it's so, so important. Um, Yeah. I mean, the... I mean, you, you earlier on in the season you were talking about games that we'll look back on. I think that that could have made the difference. Um, I think now we're at the point because uh, I was saying that now it's too early in the season. Yeah, already now it's 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 late enough in the season that we can say this. Yeah. Um, three, three points against Fulham is just do or die. Yeah, sure is. Um, other bit of news, positive news. Um, Michael Oberfemi signed new deal. Uh, three and a half years. Uh, where do you stand on that? Yeah, it's good. I mean, um, he only had one year left on his contract, so it's good that he's committed to the club. And um, we've we've gotten. He's only a youngster, so yeah, he's still very young. Yeah, twenty-three when that contract runs into twenty-twenty-two. So yes, yeah, definitely someone we want to see in the side in the future. Um, another bit of news. I, no, no, I, I take this at face value, but I'm hearing differing opinions of Cedric um, from various Italian media outlets that they're, they're labelling him a flop. Um, 
and saying that they won't activate the £9.5 million buy option at the end of the season. Um, if this is true, you know, he's going to be returning back to Saints. Um, what, what do you think about this? Um, yeah, I don't know. How much has he actually been playing in this? Well, he's been playing. But apparently I've heard also that he's been playing on the, on the right wing. Okay. I mean, it's not different, uh, different from where, where he's been playing for Saints. He's, if you're, if you're you know, adopting the wing-back position. So, I suppose so. Yeah, um, but if he's getting starts at Inter Milan, then I don't see how he can be a flop. Like I said, this is probably just, you know, fake news that's coming out that it always seems to surface. But do you think he has a future at Southampton with, you know, with Valerie being, you know, cemented now? Um, well, yeah, I mean, in fact, Valerie is clearly our, our first choice right back slash right wing back. Um, but, yeah, I suppose unless he's injured. But then, I mean, you can't have Cedric in the team just for that. He's too big a status of a player mm-hmm. to just have one on the bench or in the reserves. So, yeah, I and mean, we've got other options, I suppose, that can play that position. I think, yeah, it's, I squad, really yeah, I think it's just squad depth, isn't it, that we need back there. Um, and and I suppose Valerie could be that. Ralphie is famous. He said that yeah, this, you've got too many players. Mm-hmm. And I guess he must be just looking at that position and thinking, well, yeah, I've got enough options to cover it. Ralphie, so Ralphie? Are we calling him Ralphie now? Ralphie, Ralphian. But yeah, no, Cedric's he's got to go somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not against the idea of him coming back, but nine and a half million does sound pretty tasty as well. So, you know. But then I said, you know, do we need to, you know, give it full time to Valerie? Do we need to buy in somebody else, or do we welcome him back? It's a, it's a question that we need to sort out in the off season. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure he knows what he wants to do with that. Um, do you have any other news? Um, I mean, a few things. <coughs> um, the, the only other big news, uh, I mean, apart from how our uh, loanees have been getting on, um, Gavidini, oh, he's not loanee, but um, yeah, he's been scoring for Sam, Sampdoria. Mm-hmm. Um, scored against Inter Milan and against Uzanese. And <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think Cedric was playing, but um, yeah. And so Jake Hesketh from Gaidons, he's he, he scored a couple as well against uh, Carlisle and against Swindon. Um, but yeah, aside from that, um, it's um, the rumours of Gao Zhisheng, our uh, uh, Chinese owner, who's um, sold a majority stake in Lander Sports. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't really see how it's going to affect uh, what, what's going on at Saints uh, as, as far as I can tell uh, it doesn't really change anything I think he's just um, yeah it could impact it, that means he's got a bit more money to play with so could there possibly be more money coming into the club Wait, so you think that he sold this this share because he wants to invest more into the football club? Uh, no, I'm speculating but I, I really doubt that <laughs> I like that. it though <laughs> Um, Keep going. Yeah. No, I, I don't think that's that's what it is. I mean, maybe he just needs a new mansion or something. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, he hasn't really done much. He's he's bought the club. Um, he's gotten that eighty percent share off of um, Katharina Lieper mm-hmm. and 
uh, that's it as far as he's concerned. That's his investment. He's not putting any money in. He's not taking any money out. And what's all the, the clubs' point? statements that seem to. What's the point? I mean, if you were a multi-millionaire, what, what if you bought a football club? What you wouldn't buy it and just sit back, would you? Um, I suppose that there's other ways of, of treating it. I mean, you could it could be like a glazer situation where they just milk the club for for all it's worth. Um, or it could be like in Chelsea with Abramovich where he just pumps money to him, into him constantly. And get, and get no silverware at the end of the day. <laughs> or a shake man's... Uh, well, I mean, he's got the silverware, yeah, but just not at the moment. Mm. Mm, but I, yeah, I can't see that happening here. I mean, if he wanted to spend money in the transfer window, he would have done. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Maybe he's just a, you know, a summer person that wants to... He, he assesses the situation at the end of the season and says, look, this is what I'm going to give you. You know, maybe he felt like it wasn't worth it in January. Maybe he thought he had the squad that, that, that could stay up. Who knows? I don't know. Could be a fair weather chairman. Fair weather chairman, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, is there any more news you want to touch on? Um, I mean, just a couple of rumours that um, we were interested in. Uh, Colin Dagba from Paris Saint-Germain. Mm, I've not heard so, that. But, yeah, I mean, oh, that's just a rumour. Mm. But, but we like the rumours, yeah. No, you like the rumours here. <laughs> I like the rumours, yeah. I also like Claude Puel, who's just being sacked as well. Has he? Yeah, have you not heard? No, I knew it was on the ropes. I mean, 4-1 yesterday, yeah. no, Friday. Was it Friday or yesterday? It was yesterday, yeah, got dicked by Palace. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you can't get beat 4-1 by Palace, I'm sorry. But, I, I mean, mate, I, I'm just going to say one thing I told you so. All right, so, yeah, Moy's in. It, really? Sam Allardyce. Oh, no, OK. I thought you were... Uh, you're, you're, you're speculating again, aren't you? Well, I... Alan Kirbishley. yeah. It's those, those three, they'll pop up every time. Harry Redknapp. Oh, God, he's ancient now, right? Yeah, so what? So was Bob Robson. So dodgy cunt as well. Yeah. Um, OK, so we are going to go on to the Arsenal game. If that's, okay. right, if that's all right with you. Hmm. Right, OK, so, lost 2-0, goals from, early goals from Lacazette and your Irish mate, <laughs> Mick Otarian. Ah, yes, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey boy. <laughs> um, starting 11, I, I really, Angus Gunn in goal, um, the back three of Vestergaard, Stevens, Stevens and uh, Bednarek, with the wing-backs, Valerie and Target. Um... And the three midfield, James Ward-Prowse, Ori Romeo and Pierre Hoiberg, with Armstrong just off the front man, Redmond. Quite a baffling starting eleven, yeah? It's a weird formation, isn't it? Well, no. I mean, it's not the formation that bothers me. I mean, you could, you know, the five at the back or the, the three at the back and the five in the midfield. But it's the... I mean, why Angus Gunn? Why now? Um... Yeah, the, I mean, this is the question. I mean, we've kind of discussed that already. Um, I, I I think it's just a rotation. Uh, although, after today's performance, I think that whatever it was, McCarthy's going to be in there against Fulham. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope so. Nothing against Angus Gunn, but I don't see why that was needed. I mean, goalkeepers don't need the rest like that, unless there was something in Tenerife, maybe. I don't know. I'm speculating now. Um, the other one... Um, the Bertrand change 
a lot of people on his case in the Cardiff game. Um, but he came back after, you know, so long out and played yeah. all 90 minutes. But to, to yank him just like that and then put Target in, that surprised me. I don't think so. I think that's perfectly understandable. Um, he's maybe not fully up to proper fitness yet. I don't think you can say that if he played 90 minutes against Cardiff. Sure, if, if but... If you're easing a player back in from injury, you bring it... You, you, you know, you give them 20 minutes at the end of the game, but you played 90 minutes against Cardiff. And okay, they've, but... They've had, they've had the, the two weeks off as well. So I don't see the, the reasoning in that. The only thing that I could think of was the fact that... The way that... This is just my opinion. The way that they looked set up, it looked like they were hoping for a draw. It, was, it looked like a lot of players that wanted to work. A bit like the Chelsea team. Yeah. A lot of players that are willing to do the dirty work, run around and get stuck in and, and, and frustrate people. People like Bertrand don't do that. Um, I, I'm just thinking that was the, you know, his thinking in this. Quite possibly, but yeah, it could be compounded by the fact that we've got a game against Fulham on Wednesday, and if you're going to rest Bertrand in one of those games, you'd rather rest him against Arsenal and have him fully fit for uh, for the Fulham match. But I guess that's what you're saying. You need to rest, you know. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it just seems a little bit off. I, I, mean, I wasn't expecting that. And the other change that they made, three changes in all, was was Long not being in the 18. Um, are we suspecting an injury there? No, I haven't heard nothing. Because, but considering we didn't play or start uh, a recognised striker. I mean, we had, yeah. we had Oberfemi, who was just coming back from injury also, and Austin on the bench. But the fact that he went Redmond up top with Armstrong just behind, no Long in the 18... Again, another baffling one. I don't unless he's injured. Again, uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything, but it just it just seems strange to me um, that we do have two strikers, and um, yeah, to to play a formation like that, Redmond and Armstrong up front, just seems like we're missing something. Now that we've got ten outfield players and and no striker, like that, we weren't really going to go for this game. But then, what does this... I mean, to me, what does it say to you that... OK, I understand that Redmond's been playing through the centre and he's been, you know, arguably our best player this season. Um, how does Austin feel right now? You've got your top man. We, we all understand that Danny Ings is our top man. Yeah. He's injured. Why not play Austin? What's wrong with Austin? Why is he not playing him? I mean, either he starts or he's an impact sub. He never plays the full 90 minutes. That's Charlie Austin. So, yeah, in this case, he's decided, all right, uh, we're not going to start Austin, but also we're not going to start over Femi as well. And, yeah, that, that's what confused me. Yeah, this is it. It can't be doing Austin's confidence any good. I mean, for me, it should have been Austin up top with Redmond behind and Armstrong on the bench. But Could be, hmm. yeah. I mean, I think I mean we'll, we'll, go, we'll go, go into the match in a minute, but yeah, I think there's maybe other ways of doing it that might work better. Okay, so we'll, we'll go into the match now. Um, I, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Um, okay, so well, um, we we uh, a bit, well, bit shit star. <laughs> well, actually, no. I mean. Uh, you know, we had a little little glimmer. Um, Redmond uh, managed to beat the offside trap, and um, yeah, had a, a 
a, a chance on goal. But I mean, there's nobody else up there with him at all. So um, he just took a shot straight at, at Leno at the near post, and that was nothing of it. Um, but then, yeah, off the back of that, Arsenal um, <laughs> managed to score a goal straight away, and it's just a, another comedy Saints, goal, isn't it? Yeah, defensive farce. I mean, so Awobi, who for, for most of the first half and, and most of the match, um, just terrorised Jan Vlaudery. Um He gets a, a cross in. Um, Mkhitaryan um, gives the volley. But at the, at the same time, um, Torreira's falling down. And uh, so we've got, we got two calls here. Um, yeah. Our defenders are calling um, offside for Lacazette, uh, for sorry for Mkhitaryan, and um, th- then the Arsenal players are trying to get a penalty shout um, uh, for Torreira, who's on the ground. Mm-hmm. They were just completely stopped dead, but at the same time, the ball's yeah. in play, and just La- Lacazette's got a nice little little tap in. We see it many times that when players are playing for offsides, they they stop hands up. Yeah, I mean, calling for it, um, and they don't play to the whistle. That 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 yeah. annoys me. But was Mkhitaryan offside? No, no, because no, Bednarik was playing playing him okay. on. Um, was it a penalty? No, it wasn't. I, okay, from I, I've, I've watched the highlights of this again, and Jack Stevens was stupid. Uh, he he did have a bit of a yank on him. I think oh, he goes down way too easily. We do see it a lot, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you've seen them given though. But, I mean, still, I mean, if you're an attacking team, I mean, wait for the whistle to be blown or for the ball to go out of play. And if you're a defending team, well, yeah, even more so. You, you don't want to concede a goal. That's just ridiculous. I also think that Mkhitaryan was having a shot there as well. I don't think there's any way he's trying to pick out Lacazette. That's interesting, yeah. Well, I mean, just looking at the way that he hit the ball, looking at his body shape, he looked like he was trying to score or at least put it on target. And Lacazette was in the path of it, and yeah, just tucked it in. So you think maybe our defenders have seen the ball sort of yeah. going wide and thought, oh, okay, that's off target. And but at the same time, this is all happening very, very quickly, so I don't yeah. think they can react to it like that. At the same time, also they need to be reacting to the to the whistle and playing football, and not just stopping and what, and putting your hands up and waiting for an offside call that isn't there. Yeah, and watching the ball. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not good enough. So, you know, you're already on the back foot. That's just only six minutes in, and I thought we were in for a very long night. Yeah. And then the second one came not long after. Yeah, and again, it came after um, uh, another another chance that um, Matty Target had. Oh, yeah, just the, tar- the target effort, yeah. Mm. A good save from Leno. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, we we seem to yeah, and those are probably the, the only two real chances we had in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we go straight from that. Um, oh to yeah, the, 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 the Stevens back pass, causing, just, our, causing our own problems again from nothing. Is Stevens on you, Wesley? Who or what? It appears to be. There has to be somebody in that back three. We cannot have like a settled back three or a back four. Whatever way you play it, there, there is always going to be some someone that's unsettled back there because as I said I've said we both said you know before that we, we we're fans of Jack Stevens but at the moment he's not playing well and he's making these stupid decisions and we've still got Yoshida playing well he's, he's on the bench 
um, and you can't say the, Af- the um, African, sorry, the Asian Cup, it's done, it's gone. He's had this break as well now in Tenerife. Why is Yoshida not starting? Why is Jack Stevens still playing? Again, that's another surprise. Um, yeah. I, I guess that, um, yeah, Ralph must have just given him another chance. But, I mean, he's had so many chances. This is our third game in a row that he's had an absolute shocker in defence. And I, I think that's got to be the last draw. I mean, he took him off at half time. So mm. I, I can't imagine that it'd be. Uh, in the starting lineup against Fulham, I'd, I'd be livid. Okay, if it was. Um, talk to me about the the, the substitutions. They yeah, off at half time, and they what they changed the shape. Absolutely. So uh, yes, and um, yeah, Stevens comes off, and Armstrong also comes off at half time, and uh, he brings on Oberfemi and Austin. So he's going all guns blazing now, and seems to be set up as a kind of four three three. Um, with Redmond, yeah, just doing his own thing um, behind Obafemi in Austin. And, um, yeah, so we've gone to four at the back, and we've still got the middle three of uh, Ward-Prowse, Romeo and Hoiberg. And Ward-Prowse seems, seems to have a bit more of a central role in the second half. And, and that, I, I just I feel we, it works so much better for us. Uh, and, yeah, OK, we, we, we weren't the better team. You're not going to be there, are you? No, but um, if you, I mean, it, it's the stats do tell a bit of the truth. So I mean, after after the first half, um, we had thirty percent possession. Uh, we only had um, three shots to their twa- uh, to their eleven. Sorry, um, and yeah, we had no shots on target. They had four shots on target. Uh, we had one corner. They had four. Uh, but at full time, so yeah, if you take the second half into account. Um, we had 10 shots and 4 on target so all of our 4 shots on target came in the second half and you think it's because of this this formation change this 4-4-3 yeah. four, four, like, I mean I've said to you before that you, you play those 3 centre backs or you know, and the 2 wing backs it can be too defensive sometimes it was um, but the fact that they play 4-3-3 three, three at Emirates being 2-0 down and, it, and you say that the stats favour us in the second half yeah. or certainly favour us better than they did in the first half are we looking to play this formation going forward against Fulham? Um, I think we have to and I think we should have from the start because um, if we'd have played more or less like that um, from the beginning um, I think it could have been a different match because um, yes, it, saying it, that I mean sorry to cut you off um, Stevens would have obviously have to miss out but then you're talking about Vestergaard or Bednarek missing out as well. Um, no, I mean, if you play... Um, target you your Shida to play. I'm assuming that you want your Shida in. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that makes it difficult, I think. Um, that, that's a tough one. If you are playing a three at the back, then obviously your Shida should take precedent over Stevens. But, I mean, just um, how I see it, um, that formation that we went out with, uh, going with... In the second half? No, in the first oh, half, sorry, um, yeah. we started with uh, so for, yeah, five, five in depen- defence, and then you've got um, Warpras, Bromeo, and Hoiberg. So we're playing so defensively, but the thing is, uh, we're, we're just all playing in, in our own half. And just because defensively we, we were fairly weak, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, but Stevens was the weak link. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as he came off, we could start 
pressing again. I mean, we, we got out, out into the, in the second half and we, we were just pressing straight away. Uh, yeah, it did fizzle out towards the end, but our defence was even better, uh, although we had one man less. I don't, know, I don't know how that works, but you take Stevens out of the equation and we defend better. We didn't concede. Um, Bednarik and Vestergaard made a lot of brilliant blocks and tackles. Yeah, it's just a more positive outlook. I think, yeah. especially if you're 2-0 down, you know that you've got to go for it. And I'm hoping that... I mean, this is what I like about Hasenhurtle. You go 2-0 down at the Emirates and you don't sit back and just say, right, we've already lost this game. You change it up and you still try and go for something. Um, yeah. And that showed on the stats. It looks like they say they changed the formation. They still want to go for something, and you know, still try and create these chances. It, it does say something. And, and as you say, we didn't concede in the second half, so there's definitely something to look at. And it, I mean, it, it, it does help that they had two recognised strikers on the bench as well. But do you, do you know if um, Obafemi or Austin had any shots on target? Austin, Redmond, Hoiberg, uh, Prousey. Um, target. They they all made shots um, mm-hmm. in in the second half, and because I mean we we we're, we're pressing and, and attacking more. It took took a lot of the pressure off of the defence and seemed to be able to to deal with them in a lot more of an organised way. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 funny, isn't it? I mean. I've got nothing against the formation that we play, but I'm just thinking that Hassan Hurtle plays it regardless of who we're playing. And I think, especially coming going forward, looking at the Fulham game, do we need to be more positive in that regard? Like, play the four at the back. Don't let um, Valerie go forward as much. Um, and, I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to play Target or Bertrand on the right, but, you know, let those three midfield, three strikers do the work attacking-wise. And, you know, just use those four to defend. Yeah, um, I mean, we we have seen him do that before. Um, it's been a little while though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, does seem fixated with having a three at the back, but I mean, again, we could play three four three or three five two. Yeah, I think he's found his his yeah exactly with the with the five at the back or the three at the back is interchangeable, isn't it? But yeah, I think he's found his best formation that he likes, and I think he just wants to get some you know chemistry with the team. Um, but yeah, so you lost 2-0 and we're still 18th place on 24 points. Um, interesting stat as well. Did you know that um, Arsenal have conceded 999 goals in the Premier League? Oh, wow. Mm, I was hoping that you know we were going to notch one in and make it 1,000. You know, they've become the eighth team in Premier League history to concede 1,000 goals. But still not. <laughs> but yeah. Let's hope we don't become the ninth. Yeah. <laughs> um, man of the match. Um, okay, so I think um, out of our squad, I think it's still best to talk about our defence because it's it's just a bit of a patchwork. Um, Angus goal, uh, Angus goal in gun. Um, <laughs> Angus Angus gun in goal. Um, he had a bit of a mixed performance. Um, obviously that. That clearance, I mean, tired. Ty, Definitely um, his worst performance, I think. Yeah, I mean, Stevens makes a right cock up of it, but did, yeah, Gunn doesn't do him any favours either. Um, uh, so yeah, that, that that was I don't know, yeah mixed performance. I don't really think he's shown that he's a number one keeper just yet. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, Stephen's piss poor. Um, I don't want to slack him off too much more. Um, Valerie, for all his enthusiasm and the other couple of runs that he did make, um, I just like he did last time. But uh, yeah, he w- th- this time he was totally outdone by Iwobi and Obama Yang. Um, they just yeah, run rings around him. So uh, that leaves us with Bednarik and Target, which I think were the two standout players for us. Uh, time after time, um, yeah, they, they they managed to keep us in the game. If you can say we were in the game at two 0 down, but you know that, that they made it would have been a lot worse if they if they hadn't put in the performances. Honestly, that they mate, did. I was considering a lot worse from two 0 so early. So yeah, exactly. I was I was thinking it's going to be no, no four five six now, so, uh, but I'd say it's it's, it's down to them. Uh, I'm going to give it to Matty Target because um, he wasn't afraid to get um, get forward. Um, yeah, he was making runs up front with uh, with with Redmond at one point, and yeah, I, I think he, he managed to perform quite well in that uh, in that um, left wing back role. And yeah, if Gunn didn't prove himself as as a choice over McCarthy, I'd say that Target. Um, Definitely put forward his candidacy for for the left back run there. Mm, that's good. Okay, we'll take that target. Okay, so looking forward, um, you know the week coming up, massive massive game on Wednesday, Wednesday the twenty seventh of February, seven forty five kickoff, Fulham at home. I don't need to tell you how important these three points are. Um, as I said before, eleven games left. Realistically, how many of those are we going to win? Um, and, and looking way ahead at, at the fixtures, so there's Fulham, United, Spurs, Watford, Brighton, Liverpool, Wolves, Newcastle, Bournemouth, West Ham, and Huddersfield. And now you, you, you can almost write off the United, Spurs, and Liverpool games. You just scrap them. Um, the rest need to be treated as cup finals. And out of those, you've got Watford away, Brighton away, Newcastle away, West Ham away. Those are going to be critical. So when you look at this Fulham game on Wednesday, this is an absolute must, and a loss is going to be a disaster. There's not much more I can say than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is. This is. Um, I mean, this is the, the same must when it was uh, back in it. December when we played them away. Uh, yeah, we, we we just have to take three points from here. Yeah, it's it's a must, and it's not you know, and like you you said, and I've said before as well. Like I don't want to look back at the end of the season and think, well, those are the games that we needed to win. This is one of those. Like now, like you you mentioned earlier on in this episode, we we have to take it. And but also, I mean, Fulham are desperate. Their their need is is just as important as ours. And especially coming off of a 3-1 loss to West Ham. I mean, that was on Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. And they they went 1-0 up as well and yeah. just managed to throw it all away. And West Ham weren't in, in the best best of uh, form either. No. Uh, um, and looking at their form as well, I mean, Burnley, Spurs, Palace, United as well, all in the, you know, the, the run of losses recently as well. And they did pick up three points, I think, against Brighton towards the end of January. That was incredible. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, to me, they're doomed. Uh, they'll be back in the championship next year. 
But there's one thing you can be sure, and they're going to fight right to the end. I'm sure they have to. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're rightly going to look at us and think, well, there's an opportunity here. I mean, everyone's going to look at us and think, yeah, Saints, Homer away, we'll beat them. That they've already marked that off. That you know, they're expecting three points against us. Um, but Fulham, what have Fulham got? I mean, you take away Mitrovic's goals and um, Schürrle, and you know, uh, they're a Championship side at best, aren't they? Yeah, pretty Especially much. Especially defensively, because they're conceding goals every game and multiple goals. So I mean, looking at that and looking at how desperate we are, I'm going to have to. Oh, I'm going to have to go for a two-nil home win. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like almost saying that through gritted teeth because. I, 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 looking at it on paper, we, we, we should be doing that, but I just, I'm running out of faith. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we should be. Um, I'm going to say 3-1. I see a lot of goals happening in this, because we're, we're both quite weak defensively. You say 3-1 um, to, to Saints, right? 3-1 to Saints, yeah. Okay. I think we're going to go 1-0 down, and then we're going to take it 3-1. Okay. That's, that, that's good. I'd like that. 1-0 down, though. Wait, hold Yeah. On. I don't want that. <laughs> None of us can handle that. Um, well, if, if we come out three-one winners, I think uh, anyone would take that. Yeah, sure. Um, and then on Saturday, the second of March, three uh, p.m. kickoff, um, Old Trafford, Man United, a rejuvenated Man United, back back to themselves. Solskjaer's got them playing again. But I mean. Looking at the United squad at the moment, there's a lot of injuries that they've got. I mean, they had Anthony Martial injured before the game. Um, Matic also injured before the game. And Rashford, Herrera, Lingard, Mata, all those injuries that they had to deal with today against Liverpool. Are they, you know, is it the right time to be playing them now? Um, well, you'd have to say yes. Um, those injuries. And bearing in mind, they still have to have a game against Palace in midweek. So how are they going to deal with those those injuries there? We'll, we'll know more then, but it doesn't look like any of those players will be playing in midweek. But they've got a big enough squad to deal with things like that. And not just you know a big squad, they've got quality in their ranks. And you could say that I mean, when you've still got Paul Pogba playing, I mean, he, what's he, he's probably worth more than the entire Saints squad put together. Yeah. Um, and you've still got the likes of Sanchez, Lukaku, and the defence that's playing really, really, really well at the moment. They're tightening it up, and you know they held Liverpool and, and Mo Salah today. Um, Luke Shaw playing playing some good football at the moment as well. And under Solskjaer, they've been almost flawless in the Premier League. Um, all right, they they suffered a loss to Paris Saint Germain in the cup and the Champions League, but. Um, but yeah, but the, the only blemish in the Premier League was Burnley, and, and even then they come back from 2-0 down to draw 2-2. So, they're going well in the FA Cup as well, knocked out Arsenal and Chelsea recently. So, yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you see about this one? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're un, are they still unbeaten in um, Premier League, 2019? Yeah, yeah, well, apart from the Champions League to Paris Saint-Germain, but yeah, in, in the league, yeah. In the Premier League, yeah. 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 Premier well, League and the FA Cup, yeah. That is incredible, like you said, um, taking into account all the injuries they've got. Um, I mean, is the Leicester Sanchez, was he playing today? He, yeah, he came on um, because of the injuries. Um, but, I mean, they, they used all their subs in, in, in within the first half. 
Um, and they had to bring. I mean, one of those was a, was was Lingard that come on, who was um, who was injured in the last game. He came on and then got taken off injured, so maybe they rushed him back too soon. Um, Sanchez came on and did his usual nothing. Um, so yeah, uh, it's like a r- rotating injuries. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it is a good time to be playing them at the moment, but then again, it still is. It's it's, it's still you got to go to Old Trafford, and they are fighting for that top four. Yeah. Um, what's happened to Fred? He's still there. He's on the bench. He was on the bench today. Um, a lot of money they spent on him, but yeah, he's yeah. Um, 50 mil. Yeah, I mean, McTominay was playing in that role today. He started McTominay because Matic was out. Um, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I, I thought Fred was going to be coming on at some point, but no, he, I think Fred was one of those sort of signings that Man United make just to play Premier, uh, sorry, Champions League football. But he hasn't seen much of that lately either. Right, yeah. That's a weird one. Um, can I get a prediction from you on this one? Uh, we're not going to win. Okay, so we're going to get a draw. <laughs> uh, no, I don't see us getting a draw. I mean, we did last time, didn't we? I mean, we, we were 2 0 up and we threw it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't see that happening again. Uh, I mean, despite all the injuries, I, I, I don't see us getting through. And I have Pogba, as long as he's on the pitch, then. He's been playing great lately, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go 2-0. Okay. I also had 2-0, but I will... So you're going 2-0 Man United? Yeah. Okay. Um, I also had that, but I will change it. Um, I will... I want to say, with all those... Like you said, with all those injuries, we can go away with a draw, but I, don't, I just can't believe it. Like I said, I'm running out of faith. Um, I'll go 3-0 then. Okay. I can't see Saints scoring at Old Trafford. Simple as that. No, I can't either. It pains me to say it, but... No. There you go. Mind you, Man United didn't score at Old Trafford today, so... Oh, not a difficult. No. Okay, so we're going to look at the predictions. Um, this is going to please you. <laughs> um, from the Arsenal game, I said 2-1 to Arsenal, so I picked up two points. So mm-hmm. I extended my lead. But um, you said 2-0. Um, so you picked up five points. So well done. Uh, cheers, that's the only good thing to come out of today. Yeah. Still, still um, behind though, aren't I? Yeah, so the, the, the running scores are 43 to 40, so you've closed the gap. Okay. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's looking good. It's, it's still really, really close, isn't it? So I'm, I'm, yeah. pleased, I'm pleased about that. I'm glad no one's running away with it. Um, yeah, definitely. Fantasy I had, Sorry, go on. Um, I did have a think, a, a thought about our prediction league. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the season, you asked for uh, the league winner and yeah, where Saints, Saints would, uh, would finish. Mm-hmm. Should we take them into account as well? Yeah, well, I don't see why not. But then we, we were supposed to be doing like a forfeit for the loser, weren't we? Um, which we haven't actually come up with yet. So we need to start thinking about that now as we're coming towards the end of the season. Okay. Um, I still think of something. Um, but what are we going to say? What five five points for the title winners? Oh, or hang on, who did you say was going to win the league? I said Liverpool. You said I City. Said City, right? Okay. Yeah, so it could go either way equally, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, five points, fine. And what about uh, position? Where did I said Saints fourteenth, didn't I? Yeah, I think I said sixteenth. Shit. <laughs> 
So we should do it like it's no the match. For that, then. <laughs> so if you get an exact position, uh, it's how was it five? Yeah, five points. Yeah, and then two um, points for the closest, maybe. Two points for the closest. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. And then we need to still need to think of the um the forfeit. I'm thinking maybe a Pompey shirt needs to be involved. Uh, yeah, oh God, I'm not going to be involved in buying one though. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave you to chew on that. Um, All right, you do. You do too. Okay. Um, fantasy football. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, the league hasn't quite updated yet. Um, so I can only tell you about the uh, positions and uh, how individual teams went. But it does still look like uh, Gibbardini is going to be uh, top of the league uh, from Lucas Griffiths. Um, your team <laughs> okay it's got 30 points oh bugger came as, came as captain mm. but you've still got Ings Bertrand uh, in your team uh, you've got Bellerin yeah but to be fair Bertrand could, have, Bertrand could have been playing should have been playing um, yeah I suppose so but um, Bellerin was injured um David Brooks, also injured. Mm. Um, Alonso, not even playing today. Yeah, well, he is. He's playing right now. But, yeah, he doesn't have a match in the game week. So, no. um, yeah, you've got a lot of players that weren't playing. Um, my team wasn't hugely bad. 47 at the moment. Mm. Mm. That's not, not too bad in a week. On a week, week. Uh, and anyone else you're interested in? No. <laughs> no. Um, Actually, yeah, no, I want to see how Matt Markstein's doing. All right, Matt Markstein. Uh, he got 29 points for the week. Oh, I beat him. Yeah. With all those injuries, yeah. Yeah, but he's got uh, Sterling, Richardson, and Kante, and had Edison in goal. Uh, none of them who have a match in the Chelsea players. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> um, little bit more attention with them. Um, and. I think the best one this week, uh, and I was just looking at his team. Yeah, Andy Leg. Why don't Andy? 65 points. Wow, that's pretty good. Troy Deeney captain. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty smart move, and he's got Lider City and um, Chelsea players as well. So, um, Anything else you want to add this week? Um, no, that, that, that's probably about it. Okay, Just no Russian phrases? Oh, a Russian phrase. Um, hang on, I did have one in my repertoire. I was brewing up. Make it nice is and it, easy. Is there anything that you wanted to know? No, no not particularly. I was just waiting for the challenge. Uh, based off of, off of today's match, what would you be shouting? I don't know, something, something to, towards Jack Stevens, I imagine. Um, oh, okay, we could, we could call him something. What do you want to call him? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, nothing, nothing too severe. Just okay. Just, let me just show my displeasure with his performance. Um, all right. So yeah, if uh, they say that if they think that a player is, let's just say, how can we say not up to standard? They call mm. they call him a log. Log. Yeah, log. Well, no, I mean in English, a log, which would yeah. be uh, brivno. Brivno. Yeah, but the stress is on the second syllable, so Brivno. Brivno. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. Stevens. Brivno. Brivno. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'll That's all right. Now. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> yeah. My Russian vocab is getting better every week. There you go, yeah. You have to come over and um, go to Luzhniki and you can start shouting obscenities at the players. I did that. I did, we went to the Luzhniki. Oh, yeah, you went with me, weren't you? Uh, no, I think no, so. it was me and Sai. Yeah. I went to the semi-final. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we are back next week with the Fulham and Man United games. And we've also, I believe, it will be player and goal of the month as well for February. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trusting you'll put some polls up on Twitter for that. Yep, Jan Bednarek. After the Fulham game, obviously. Because yes. we're still in February for that. Yeah, uh, we, we do have a goal, don't we? What, in February? Yes, we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been a long time. No, it hasn't been that bad. Got one one against Burnley and one against Cardiff, so it's going to be pretty. Oh yeah, but we're going to get six against Fulham, so don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <coughs> My Utrecht hat trick. So at the moment, it's just looking like Redmond and Stevens then for goal of the month. <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> I can't even remember the Stevens goal. No, it was just a bit of a, a poke in at the far post, yes, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, I'm with <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, to be a Saints man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so, yeah, we're back next week with those um, and the polls. Not Bednarek, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, until then, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.